2: Alrighty folks, welcome in on this Friday edition of the Action Line. You're listening to News Radio WGNS. Good stuff on the way for us. We'll be chatting with Feeding America. We'll also be chatting Uh, with Librarian Brian Seedorf from Blackman. We're going to be finding out how their fundraiser is going. Last I heard, he uh, had his hair colored blue. He was handling the snakes, working his way down the list of things. If you joined us last week, a big fundraiser over at Blackman going on and uh, different challenges set for uh, other Librarian Brian Seedorf, and he's kind of working his way down that list. So he'll be our third interview this morning, as uh, we'll get to that near the end of the hour. But kicking things off first is the president of the Muslim youth organization, Abdu Khati. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, Good thanks for here. yes, thanks for joining us and uh, getting up early with us on this Friday. Uh, so today marks an important day. You guys are working on, and I'm going to kind of spell this out and then let you fill in the details, but uh, working on what is called the 30 Days of Giving. And this kind of runs hand-in-hand with Ramadan, which started the 13th of this month. Goes through May 12th, uh, and the idea is for each day for um, for for folks to give back to uh, to show love and uh, to give back to the community. One of the ways you guys are doing that is going to be the 30 days of giving. Uh, which is a number of different activities and some of those were highlighted on our uh, website wgnsradio.com where you guys will be handing out meals to the homeless and different families in the area Uh, but wanted to kind of add to that because there's a lot more to this than the story and um just those eight days where you guys are going to be handing out meals this is this is 30 days this is going to be a full month of giving back uh so with that uh tell us a little bit more about this project and how that runs with ramadan how that goes hand in hand and the idea behind this
1: yeah absolutely thanks for having me again uh So the idea behind our work is to provide our youth, the Muslim youth in Murfreesboro in particular, with opportunities to achieve what they want, help them become part of the community, productive part of the community, while being proud of who they are as Muslim-American. So the 30 Days of Giving started about five years ago, and usually in Ramadan, the month of fasting for Muslims, is a month of worship, of self-care, of prayers, of fasting. And one of our youth said, why not turn it to a month of giving to others as well? So we started every year to brainstorm with our youth. We have a small meeting, a month or two before the month of Ramadan. It will be like, what would you like to do this Ramadan? That would be different, that would be easy. either self-care, caring for others, to the community. And they come up with ideas, and we as a team, as an organization, come behind them and say, okay, how can we make this happen? What, can we, what, what do we need to provide to make this a reality? And we start jogging things down, writing things down, creating dates and calendars and so forth, and things shape up. Uh, this year we made about four weeks ago and the same concept and there were a lot of ideas uh the ideas range from self-care which is more prayers more fasting more reading more 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 taking care of yourself to being kind so we created an acts of kindness checklist where every day you check a list like i fed a bird i changed i helped in the house without help and so forth and then the acts of like physical care so we have sports tournaments going on we have meetings going on we have enrichment classes going on and then to just socialization so we have breaking fast together happening with between our youth between families and between muslims and non-muslims and then the most important part was giving back to the community uh this year we're doing the feeding the hungry which we would be stationed across from city church across from your station Friday and Saturdays from 5.30 to 6.30 to hand out meals uh, to people in need in the community. And that would happen led by one of our youth. She's 22 years old. Her name is Reham. And then... um, at the same time, throughout the month, we will be providing food boxes to folks who can go to our website and place a request if they need it. And the food box will either be offered to them to pick up or we can bring to their home, uh, be free of charge, of course. And that's another project taken on by high schooler in our group, actually. And then we will be also providing homeless care kits. So one of our older kids uh, decided that I want to prepare self-care items to people who don't have a house or a home. And she picked up about 15 to 20 items she want to include in that box and she's working on that end and several other smaller projects happening but the idea is to empower our youth to achieve what they consider to be an impossible task regardless of their age some of our youth leading projects are as young as 14 and they're taking on one of these projects and we're providing help to them so you mentioned 14 um years old is,
2: is one of the uh, folks who's kind of chipping in and, and helping out as as a child still at 14 years old, what was the conversation like when when you talked to her and she said you know here's what I want to do uh, here's what I need and you guys kind of help bridge that to to give her the resources to do so what was that conversation
1: like? So we were in the meeting and she's that's her first time attending the brainstorming meeting and she's like. Well, this is something I'd like to do right here, and but I don't know how it would be done. Like, what would you envision? And there was a discussion, a dialogue. It's like I think it'll need like thirty people to make it happen, and we were like, can we break it to thirty parts so it'll be easier for thirty people to participate? She said yes, and how we do do that? And the older girl said, well, sign up genius would allow you to do this. We can break, and we start working out the logistics with her, and we actually launched that two days ago and took about. Two hours to take the 30 parts from our youth. So everything she needed is taken care of within the first day she launched the activity.
2: So a lot of the idea behind this is giving the youth the resources. What they need is a 14-year-old raising money, getting volunteers. It can be difficult, but she had a vision, had an idea, and you guys are helping put that together and giving her the pieces she needs to make that work.
1: Correct. So that's the idea is to show them multiple things. First, the power of a teamwork. Uh, she has about 100 youth behind her and they can get things done the power of uh, friendship because sometimes you have that bad day and you don't want to go feed the homeless you are just tired. but you know you have you can call a or B or C or D or or F or J in our case and they can take my place and can they can make this happen the next thing is for us as Muslims in Murphy'sboro in particular to be visible in the community to be there in the community without being afraid of who you are or what you represent in Believe and see that you represent positivity and change and love. Well, right now we're chatting with the president of the Muslim Youth Organization. That's Abdul
2: Kati, and we're uh, chatting about the 30 days of giving, in which it kind of runs hand in hand with Ramadan. Talk about the relationship there. How did how did you guys um, come up with this idea, and what influence does Ramadan have on that? Because they do kind of run hand in hand with the dates, just a few days off. Talk about that.
1: Absolutely. So the month of Ramadan for Muslims is a month in where we abstain from food drink and sexual activities from dawn to sunset daily for 30 continuous day. And the idea for that is to focus on self-care, to focus on spirituality or relationship with God. But the worship aspects of faith are a small portion of faith. If that does not reflect itself in your conduct, have you achieved anything? And that's where the transition for us is. How do we take those acts of worship that you can perform at home, but transition them to a positive force? How do we put feet on that faith and make it walk in the community and spread good in the community without preaching faith at the same time?
2: So leading by example
1: is is kind of the idea behind
2: this, is, is giving back to the community and showing them that, you know, uh, caring and loving and taking care of your neighbors is what it's all about. And you guys are kind of going out and doing that and showing people what that's all about. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. That's exactly what it is.
2: Fantastic. Well, is there any need for volunteers? How do folks help? I mean, this is a really cool idea that you guys have here, and it's not just this 30 days. It sounds like year round you guys are um, trying to empower youth to carry out that vision to help others. How do folks get involved if they'd like to? Give us uh, any social media information, website information that you have, and uh, you know what can the community do to help you guys?
1: There are a lot of different ways to get involved. Uh, these arts keep in mind dynamic movement, dynamic projects, so things change constantly. I advise you to go to our website murfreesboroMuslimYouth.org. There's a prominent banner in there about the 30 days of giving, different actions you can take. Each project ha- project has volunteer opportunities. If you want to just come have fun with us, hang around with us, you can. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, we have presence on all these platforms. Uh, We also have a texting group. If you want to stay up to date on long term, not just helping this project, you're welcome to do that. You can make a donation on the website and you can just make some prayers for us, whatever you choose.
2: Absolutely love it. I've said it before, but Murfreesboro is unique in the way there are so many organizations and groups of people that are, that are giving back constantly. And this is another great example of that. Uh, we just spoke with Abdul Kati, who's the president of the Muslim youth organization. Any final thoughts this morning? And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to chat with you and learn more about what you guys are doing. Uh, and thank you for coming on this morning. We really appreciate your time. No,
1: we, we appreciate you guys having me. We appreciate the, the city of Murfreesboro, the resident of Murfreesboro, our community here in Murfreesboro, uh, I think just be the good in the community, be kind, be nice, be courteous and practice what you believe.
2: Alrighty. Fantastic. Great words to live by. And, uh, Great information to bring with you on this Friday as we move along here in the action line. Our next guest will be uh, Feeding America First. We're going to chat with them and also check in on the Blackman High School Library Fundraiser. That's the Title Wish Fundraiser. that uh, We're in the midst of it right now, actually. This started earlier this week, and we're going to get an update for you coming up near the top of the hour. With that, we take a quick timeout. Abdu Kati, our last guest, thank you so much for coming on, and we look forward to speaking with you again. Thank you so much.
1: Appreciate you guys.
2: All righty. We'll be right back. You're listening to News Radio WGNS.
3: Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. Don't let fleas get the jump on your pet. Stop by Animal City for premium flea and tick protection to keep your pet safe. Here at Animal City, we are longtime pet lovers and pet keepers. We also carry a variety of hard to find products for your specialty pets. Come see us and let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. You can find Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
4: As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas' chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com.
5: Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify,
1: and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi,
6: this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We are your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at TireWorld.us.
5: Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions.
2: Welcome back in right now, 824 of the time. We'd like to thank uh, our last guest there, and that's Abdukati for chatting about the 30 days of giving. That's going to be our first segment this morning as we move on now with Executive Director with Feed America First, Mike Womack, joining the show. Mike, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for joining us and uh, glad to have you on again. I know last time we talked and maybe this would be a good spot to start off was... Uh, more in the midst of of the COVID outbreak a lot of things were still more shut down than they are now I'm glad to talk with you today and learn that you know there are some events on the horizon and uh, share with us a little bit about last year you said something interesting on the break that last year actually was a, a record year for you guys
3: despite some of the restrictions uh that's got to make you feel good for the new year yeah you know and, and of course there were so many people that were in need that maybe have never been in need um we uh, before last year, the the most that we have ever distributed was about 16.3 million pounds uh, of food. This past year in 2020, in the middle of this chaos, ended up being over 22 million pounds of food. Um, the great thing about it was there was a lot more food available. So if food if a food bank last year didn't have food, um, it's unfortunate because there was a lot out there to be had, and um, so we were we were thankful to to. So you have great partnerships for years that really paid off last year. Fantastic. Now, tell everybody on the day-to-day,
2: you know, you guys hand out food. People know that. But uh, more of a distributor for other people to hand out food. Churches, people that do food drives and that, they would turn to you guys for that bulk food. Uh, talk about how that, how that works. And, you know, how do folks, if they are an organization out there that says, well, we'd like to hand out food, that sounds good. How do they reach out to you guys?
3: Yeah, I mean, the easiest way to do it is to go on our website, which is FeedAmericaFirst.com. Uh, Look up myself, Mike Womack, or Julie Vandal, our volunteer coordinator. Um, We've got a new uh, agency uh, relations specialist, John McLeod. You can reach out to John. But basically the idea is, you know, a lot of churches and organizations want to do the right thing. They want to help people out. But where do we start? How do we get our food? Well, we're kind of the middleman. We have a relationship with a lot of manufacturers where there might be overruns, close to dates, things like that. All that gets shipped to our warehouse here in Murfreesboro. And then the we have over 200 partner agencies that we work with. And basically, different programs that we have, whether the perishable program or the Thursday food distribution program, you can sign up for either one, whichever fits for you. We have some that do both. It really depends on... Uh, how how big of a splash do you want to start with? Um, food food ministry is harder than most people think. Uh, it's not just as easy as just getting food and hand it out. Sometimes it's repackaging and all those things. So we try to work with people and try to get them on their feet. We want them to be successful um, because there's so many people out there that need a hand up. And I think that's awesome you guys you know are mentioning off the air that um, you know getting getting food to some of these churches in
2: rural areas not just churches organizations uh, folks that need help and, and a lot of the focus a lot of times is on cities or even you know Murfreesboro being such a big city but then you go 30 40 miles southwest to here and you think well who's helping these guys where is this food coming from maybe it's a smaller town maybe it's a bump on the road as you're as you're heading from uh, here to Chattanooga but some of these rural areas that don't get the
3: attention is kind of where you guys try to focus it is and I think the terminology that people like to use food deserts you know there's a lot of places out there that may not have a grocery store or may have one uh or in a situation that maybe it's five miles ten miles and uh like last year with the pandemic uh and i say hopefully last year with the pandemic maybe we're coming out of this um you know, people were having to watch every dime that they had. And, and if they went to the store, then they had to not only watch what they spent, but also the travel. So, yeah, we focus on rural. If you if you were to take a 200-mile footprint in Murfreesboro and go around, that's about our area. Wow. Uh, but uh, Second Harvest, who is a Feeding America program, they focus more on uh, metro and where we'll focus on rural. Fantastic. I wanted to talk about some of these really cool events coming
2: up. But briefly, uh, give us a description on what volunteers you need. How much do volunteers volunteer? Is this a five days a week thing? Do people come in for a day? I mean, I know you, I'm sure it's flexible based on what people can offer. Uh, but talk about the volunteer side.
3: Yeah, they can, uh, we can. We can always manufacture sort of something for them if we need to. The, the, the typical days that we give away are at our warehouse are Wednesdays and Fridays from around 6 a.m. to around noon. Those are always opportunities for people to come and help distribute. We have a, um, yesterday, the third Thursday of every month, we are giving away at our warehouse where about 50 ministries will come through from about 9 a.m. to about 11. We'll, we'll usher through about 50 ministries to give away, so that's always a great um, opportunity. Uh, our volunteer coordinator, Julie, on Wednesday nights, they always put together food boxes. I believe that starts at 6 30. usually people get there around 6. usually by 8 830 30 they're they're finished but there's always opportunities we do occasionally do some saturday events things like that again julie vandal will be the one to hook up with that and you can find her at feedamericafirst.com uh, if you're a group out there and you're like our or team building we do team building we do vbs stuff church work it doesn't matter um, we've always got something to do so if you've got an idea or you think you know i'd like to get my team out there and get their hands dirty We'll have an opportunity for them. Just reach out to us. Fantastic. You
2: said Wednesdays and Fridays from 6 to noon. So, shout out to our uh, volunteers who are working right now. Um, And uh, certainly, you know, a lot of work to be done there. And and every time I've talked to you, you guys said, you know, could always use volunteers, could always use volunteers. And this is, you know, a great way, even if it's a day or two, uh, to help somebody out and make an impact. And, you know, certainly a lot of food to be handed out. So, I know you guys could always use the help. Let's talk about some of these cool events coming up. Lots of uh, lots of things to look forward to this summer. We'll start off. This one's going to be the 26th of April, so not this Monday, but the following Monday. Uh, big golf event coming
3: up, fundraiser. Do we still have tickets available for that? Yep, we still taking players, still taking teams. We can take a single uh, single players a $200 um, price tag. The team is $800. We're playing at Vanderbilt Legends Course uh, there in Franklin. Um, of course, all the all the proceeds of this will come to feed America First. Um, it's a it's an event we've been doing for longer than I've been our I've Federick first over ten years. This is our first year at Vanderbilt Legends. Um, we couldn't get on the course that we're we are normally on. They're doing some renovations of the of the golf course and things like that. But there's still opportunities out there. We'd like to have about 100 to 120 players, something like that. Right now we're around 80, so there are there is some room out there. The great thing about it is it's where are you going to claim it? It's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, I think we tee off at 9 a.m., so it's going to be a morning. Uh, a morning tea off, and but it'll be a great day to come out and uh, play some golf and support support a uh, an organization that's trying to feed your neighbor. Fantastic. So, looking forward to that. These are just some of those events that many of us missed last year. You thought,
2: you know, and there's always those golf outings, there's always uh, the festivals, the parades, the things like that 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 so many of us are looking forward to this summer. So, that's coming up April 26th. Looking forward to that. Tickets still available, still have room for a few teams. So, reach out uh, if that's something you're interested in. Now, the clay shooting event, this one's a little different. How'd you guys land on clay shooting? That is a really neat idea.
3: We have thought about it for years because um, we heard it was a, you know, it's 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 kind of a, um, a new audience for us. And uh, one of our great supporters, uh, Kevin King, who owns King Pipeline, his father died last year and his, his father was an avid hunter and clay shooter. And he wanted to do an event that would honor Feed America First, but mainly also honor his father. So this is the first annual Forest King Memorial shoot, and it will be held on the 21st of May at the Nashville Gun Club. Uh, the teams, there's four-man teams, uh, $250 for a team to enter. And uh, we'll start at 10 a.m. that morning. There's still room. Uh, of course, the first one we were hoping that we would have 100 teams, uh, or 100 people, so 25 teams, but we're closely approaching that now, more than a month out. So, But they have room there for 300 teams. So uh, we went out one day a few weeks ago and, and watched uh, another uh, another group out there shooting, and I didn't. I mean, I, I grew up hunting and things like that, but I have never shot clays or anything like that. But to see that going on out there, and maybe you're out there and you're like, well, I'd love to do that, but I don't have a gun. They have the ones you can rent. So if you want to shoot, you want to bring out your uh, your buddies, it doesn't have to be male or it could be female. There's great shooters out there that are female too. Uh, come on out and be part of it. So these are both
2: things I'm not a golfer and I've uh, I'm not a shooter I've tried both uh, but these are these are great events for to kind of just get out there and learn too I think uh, if you've never done clay shooting if you've never been a hunter this is a great way to go out there and at least just see what it's all about uh, get paired up with somebody who maybe is you know kind of knows what they're doing and this could be a great way to uh, kind of an introduction to that but also all the while raising some money that's gonna be may 21st um, so that's that's a cool event is this something that uh, you said you guys have been thinking about kind of implementing for a while excited to kick it off this year um, any any more details on that as far as what you need age requirement anything like that?
3: Um, I think there's a 16-year-old age requirement. All of that information, again, will be found on our website. So you can go to our website, again, at feedamericafirst.com. And click on the event, find the event you're looking for. Click on it; it's going to give you all that information. It'll give you a way to, or maybe you're out there today and you're like, you know what? I can't shoot in it, but I'd like to. I'd like to support this event. We're still looking for sponsors. We're still looking for things like that. Uh, there's 25 different stations at this shooting event, so every station will be sponsored. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity to, to do it that way, or just come out that day and even if you don't shoot, you know, just kind of come out and hang out and, and uh, meet some people and and uh, and just be part of the of, of the day.
2: Fantastic. That's a uh, cool idea and a unique idea. I think that uh, you know folks are going to take attention to. Now, Life Fest is coming up, and this is uh, you described as a, as a big music festival, but for Christian music, Christian rock, Christian type of music, uh, kind of like a Bonnaroo big big camping festival for a couple days. Uh, talk about that a little bit, and your guys' as part in that. This is moving from Wisconsin, you said, so this is kind of a big deal.
3: Yeah, they uh, Life Fest has been doing their deal in Wisconsin, I believe, 21 out of the last 22 years. They didn't get to have it last year because of the of the pandemic, uh, but they were thinking about how do we, re, you know, not just have it in Wisconsin, but also have it in other places. Well, let's think about Music City. Well, they found out that there wasn't a Christian music festival in Tennessee anywhere. So they thought, hey, let's 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 do Nashville. So it's going to be at the Johnny, the old Johnny Cash farm in Bon Aqua, Tennessee. That's in between Dixon and Franklin. Uh, so it's going to be out in the uh, in the weeds a little bit, but it's a very nice, beautiful farm. Uh, I think it's you know 16, 18 acres out there that we're that we're playing with. They've got room for plenty of people, where, whether it's primitive camping or, or if you you know if you've got a camper and you want to hook up. There's hotels in the area. Uh, it's who's who and Christian music's going to be there. Newsboys going to be there. Skillet, Michael W. Smith, Mandisa, um, Matthew West, all these huge artists are going to be there, and uh, we we have partnered up with them. The great thing for us. Um, you can go to Lifest Life there, which is L-I-F-E-S-T, um, no no two E's on it, the, but also you can go to FeedAmericaFirst.com and look at Lifest, Life and if you think, you know what, that'd be cool, it's $60, three days of great music. 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., 12 hours a day of great music for $60. So it's a great price. But we can even beat that price if you'll go to either their website or to our website and click on the link, the the Life Fest link. You can get $5 off for putting in the code FEED. F E E D. And not only do you get $5 off, a dollar comes to Feed America First. So it's a great event for us as well as the Christian music will be out there that weekend.
2: Fantastic! That's Executive Director Mike Womack from Feed America First, and uh, just outlining some volunteer opportunities, some great events coming up. Uh, big golf outing coming up on the twenty-second, twenty-sixth uh, rather of this month. So not this Monday. The following Monday, tickets still available. Uh, this one I particularly like is the clay shooting event coming up May 21st. And, again, that's the pull, and they shoot, yep. you, you blast it out of the air. We've all we've all seen it. Many of us have probably been interested in learning that, just maybe didn't have a, a rifle, didn't have somebody to show them how to do it. This is a, a great way to kind of dip your feet into that. And, again, uh, all proceeds back to Feed America first. Life Fest coming up, and, of course, Code Feed gets you the $60 ticket. For fifty-five dollars, with a dollar headed back to feed America First. Absolutely. All righty. If anybody's never been to the multiple-day camping kind of thing, it is—it is cool. You get to see—you know—more. I mean, of need to talk about going out to see a band for two or three hours. Like you said, you're literally seeing twelve hours of music every day for three days. Um, you know, talk about talk about a deal and a way to just see so many great new bands. And you mentioned the who's who's going to be there. I mean, there's going to be—you um, know—lots of great music and lots of uh, great entertainment that weekend. So uh, that's all coming up. What's the dates for Life Fest? One more time, if you could throw that out for
3: us. It is the last three days of july so i think that's the 28th 29th and 30th or it would be the 29th 30th and 31st i think there's 31 days in in july so i'm not mistaken so it'll be those last but i know it's the last three days of july
2: all righty well any final thoughts this morning we uh, thank you again for coming on and um again volunteers are available the you know feed america first is a great place to start and uh, you guys mentioned wednesday mornings and friday mornings kind of the busier day for volunteers uh but any final thoughts mike we really thank you for coming on
3: well, you know, we want we would we just want to be in the in the minds of people. You know, if you're if you're in the area, we're right off John Bragg Highway on Murfreesboro Street. If you're ever in the area and just want to stop by see what we do, we'd love to meet you. Um, you know, if uh, we are uh, mask optional, so if you want to come in with a mask, that's great. If you don't, that's fine. We do do the social distancing. Our warehouse is over twenty thousand square feet, so it's really easy for us to to spread out. But, you know. Maybe you know somebody that's hungry and you want to help them. Um, we can hook you up with one of our partner agencies that will help them help them. And, and uh, there's people, hungry is sneaky. Uh, there's people in your neighborhood that you think's doing just fine, and they, they could be struggling. And uh, the greatest way to help people is just give them a hand up. People really don't usually need a hand out. They just need a hand up, get back on their feet, and get started again. So we would love to help people be that avenue. All righty, Mike. Well, thank you so much for your time this morning.
2: Love what you guys are all about. And uh, if you guys need anything else, you let us know. Uh, we'll have you on again here soon and uh, continue to talk about some of these events. Of course, the golf outing is about a week out, but uh, the Clay Shooting and Life Fest, still uh, still a little bit of time to talk about that, and uh, we'll certainly do so. Excellent. Yes, all righty. Thank you, sir, and uh, you have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. All righty, guys. That was Mike Womack, Executive Director from Feed America First. We're going to move along now a quick, and I do mean quick, commercial break. And when we come back, Blackman High School librarian Brian Seedorf updates us on their title wish fundraiser. As they're about halfway there as far as time allowed to reach this $5,000. Uh, they're doing good so far. So he's, he's checked off a couple of the uh, tougher things on the list as far as what he has to do uh, when this money gets raised. And uh, we'll talk about that, get you full of updates. All that coming up on the other end of the break. You're listening to News Radio WGNS. We'll be right back.
6: Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans.
3: Norm Alzeer, he's a World War II vet.
4: In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, beginning. December 7th. How many were in your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. And what was your parents' opinion of the, the? Well, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And, uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they call it a V mail. A V mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You wrote your letter, then an officer would take it and he'd go over it. And if he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home and we'd be nothing but holes.
6: This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio.
4: Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off 615-930-0088, a whole house air purifier,
6: 615-930-0088. Preferred Precision Group, an international manufacturing company, is now hiring full-time positions in Smyrna, Tennessee. They have open positions for material handlers, tugger operators, repackers, and forklift operators ranges from $13.25 to $17 per hour. Enjoy the great benefits and overtime. Call or text 615-347-9579. Join Preferred Precision Group and Equal Opportunity Employer. Old friends,
4: new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
6: We'll see partial sunshine developing here this afternoon. A high in the mid 60s. Northeast winds of five to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, chance for rain. Late low 47. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuchitsky on News Radio WGNs. Currently, it's 44. Good morning. Traffic's still heavy, but it's moving
4: down the I-24 right now towards Nashville. Lots of radar out here. They're kicking out some kind of program starting today, and it's going to go on all weekend long, where they're running a lot of radar
2: up and down 840, I-24, and other places as well, so make sure you're
6: behaving yourself. True Friends Moving Company is now hiring. Call 240-2811, or simply go online to truefriendsmovingcompany.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
5: Is your phone a pain in the neck? Plickly can help. This is Soundbites, and I'm Jan Ziv. You know the pose. Head hunched over, eyes squinting, phone tilted, and there you are, frozen in the moment, immersed in whatever's on your screen. And then you wonder why your neck hurts, why your shoulders ache, why your back keeps you awake at night. No doubt about it, your phone. And how you use it is the menace to healthy posture. But if your phone's an Android, there's help from Plickly. P-L-I-C-L-Y. Plickly. It's a sensor app that Tells you when you're holding your phone in a way that leads to neck and back pain. If you slant it at more than about 30 degrees, you're slouching and you're going to pay for it later. Plickly trains you to avoid this habit, and your neck, your back, your shoulders, and your sleep will thank you for it. Get Clickly at Plickly.com. With soundbites, I'm Jan Ziff for CBS News.
6: Hey everyone, it's Jeff Gerstmann from GiantBomb.com, and I'm here with the latest from the world of video games. Both the PlayStation 5 and the new set of Xbox consoles are out there, but will you actually be able to find one? And which one is the right one for you? Those are the questions as we kick off a holiday shopping season that's unlike any other. Part of it depends on where your friends play games, but with more and more games supporting cross-play between systems, that's less of a factor. The hardware itself has a few differences, with the Xbox Series X seeming to be the most powerful, though the PlayStation 5's cool controller and faster load times are flashy, too. On the Sony side, you get the PlayStation brands and their own games. That's not a huge lineup right now, but they've got a new God of War game on the way, as well as Gran Turismo, Ratchet & Clank, and Horizon. The Xbox side of things has a couple of secret weapons. First, there's Game Pass, the Netflix-style subscription service that lets you play hundreds of games anytime you want. It's a seriously great value. The Xbox line also has the lower-powered Xbox Series S, which is $299. For more news and reviews from the world of video games, find me at GiantBomb.com.
2: Welcome back in right now 845 the time and cool start to the day temperatures right now at 48 in and around our area but sunny good looking day outside as I stare out on abroad here from the WGNS radio studio I'd like to say good morning to Leslie Harper that's our good neighbor of the day today for always having the best smile and making everyone around her feel good. Leslie Harper will receive flowers from Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, as well as us here at News Radio WGNS. And if you've heard about the Good Neighbors or uh, the WGNS Birthday Anniversary Club and you think, well, how do I get a part of that? Right. They're giving out banana pudding and flowers. That all sounds great. Well, it's quite simple. If you go to WGNSRadio.com, you scroll down on the side, and I'll go right here with you. Uh, lots of uh, different things you'll see, but Good Neighbor of the Day, the Birthday Club winner, Educator of the Month, Volunteer of the Week, Emergency Responder, uh, all that. We, we ask you to, to send us in nominations, and we like to reward those great folks who we share our community with. So uh, if you go to our website and scroll down on the right-hand side, you'll see all the information there um, to nominate somebody. You could also call us. So if you just want to give us a call, it's 615 1450 you leave us a message or you could text us Uh, as long as you get that information to us just make sure we have the full name and a way to contact them like a phone number uh, or else we can't reach them and uh, give them their prize so uh, much much importance to that make sure you throw the phone number in there sometimes people forget about that then we have to kind of wait for them to uh, resend and get that information to us so just make sure you have the full name and phone number and uh yeah, we well, thank you for being a part of it. All righty, Sharika Martin today is our WGNS birthday club winner. is gonna get some delicious banana pudding from over at Slick Pigs Barbecue. Sharika, if you're listening, head on over whenever you're ready this weekend. They are ready for you over at Slick Pigs with a location in Smyrna and Murfreesboro. All righty, folks, our third guest this morning, and we're gonna tap in the WGNS phone line for librarian Brian Seedorf from Blackman High. Brian, good morning. Good morning, everyone. All righty. So uh, for folks who are joining us last week, this is, this is one that I'm going to have to give a little bit of context to. You guys are in the midst of the Title Wish Fundraiser, which is a fundraiser to get books back on the shelves at the library to keep that library stocked. And you've been kind of set up with a number of challenges from the students and staff to say, okay, we're trying to reach 5,000. Right? If we get to 500, this happens. When we get to 1,000, this happens. Where are we at now? Last I talked to you, you said your, your heartburn is through the roof from the, from the spicy wings they fed you. Uh, you've been handling snakes. Brian, what is going on this week? Where are you guys at with all
0: that? All right, here's where we are. For, I tweaked it a little bit. I thought, let's get some of these challenges. That's what people want to see. So I've been kind of bumping it to every $250 instead of every 500 because I kind of want to do these as well. At the moment, we are at $1,650. So we're over a quarter of the way there. So this are absolutely incredible for the people who donated. And I just thought, let's get these moving. So I have ordered the hair dye, but apparently it is not here. Apparently blue hair dye, which I've never done before, is in a bit of a short supply. So it should be here Monday. I held a snake. That was terrifying. Um... I thought at the beginning that it would help my fear of snakes, and I went to the small animal class, and they put it in my hand, and he looked at me, and I swear I heard him say, I'm going to kill you, and (laughs) that's what he said, but I held Roscoe, which is his name, for a minute, and they said he's very sweet until... Trevor Higgins, the teacher at the last 20 seconds, put him around my neck and let him <laughs> slither around my neck. I did not sign up for
2: that. Uh, that's Brian, uh, Brian Seedorf, high school librarian over at Blackman. We're talking about the Title Wish fundraiser. And tell us about this fundraiser a little bit. How did you guys land on it? And we mentioned it to get the books back on the shelves. But uh, talk about the details of this fundraiser and how you guys kind of landed on this one particularly.
0: Oh, yes. Our main book company is Follett Books, and they do a catalog and everything. And I just, for a couple of years, I had seen that they do this fundraiser that's kind of like Donors Choose. It's a simple donation. If you go to Blackman High School's website, bhs.rcschools.net, you'll see the button to click there to donate. And it seems simple and easy, and it's secure. But then I'd seen where other schools had done it, but I figured there always needs to be an incentive or a challenge. So that's something that I can do and put my own um, esophagus on the line for, to get these books for those students coming in. And there's always some books every year that I can't buy. There's always some books that are new coming out that I just don't quite have the money for. So I've and it's okay. And every year I would say maybe next year, I wanted to try to get some of those last few I wasn't able to get this year. And if that means wearing an Atlanta Brave shirt for a day, I did it.
2: Well, I, I think you might have cursed the Braves. They lost about four out of five uh, right about the time you started talking about wearing that Braves jersey. So you can take that off just whenever you're ready, and they can get back to winning. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's next. Uh, so you've, you've handled the snake, you dye your hair, you ate the hot wings. The heartburn is for real. Uh, talk about some of these other challenges, because those are some of the beginner challenges. Now as you work your way up, things get tougher. What is next if we continue to raise this money?
0: Oh, after wearing that Braves one, that was enough uh, with my Braves fans. Friends making fun of me all day long. Next, and we have passed it as of this morning. Thanks, Mom, Susie Seedorf. Um, We're going to act out a chosen scene, a monologue, and obviously school appropriate, and I think I'm going to do the big scene that Viggo Mortensen does from Return of the King by Lord of the Rings. I figure I I can pull off Viggo and make a big, a big production and deal of it. So that's going to be next, and that's going to take some memorization work. Um, After this is the obstacle course with our JROTC students. Um, They have a field of fire, and it is hard, and they have been practicing, and I have not. So there's a tower, there's a rope climb. I've never been able to do that. So we get to the next level, which would be 2,000, that I will go out an obstacle course with ROTC. And, they, uh, and you so mentioned yeah.
2: they are ready to go. They are, they are trained up. They are ready to go. You're kind of jumping into this thing blindfolded. Uh, we talked about this last week a little bit. So you said you do have a, a slight athletic background, but I, for this, this is going to be, you think, a pretty big challenge.
4: This is a big
0: challenge. I've run 5Ks before. This is not a 5K. I've been trying to run some sprints in the morning, knowing that this is coming up, but I'm, sh- I'm sure that will be plenty. How hard can <laughs> it be, right? That's, how hard can it be? Uh, next after that one is the three-minute bear, bear run up the hill that's by the softball field, and I've already been talking trash to softball players saying, how bad can that be? I'm sure it'll be fine.
6: And, and
2: for the bear crawl if anybody's wondering those are the uh you know not on all fours but you know kind of crawled over like a bear it's, it's incredibly uncomfortable it's a very uncomfortable yeah. position and then you're running up and down the hill uh, at an angle with some resistance uh, that's that's going to be one that um I, I wish you the best of on but that's one that probably be where i start getting to the point of okay this is getting pretty hard those are uh, those are uncomfortable i'm a tall guy so bear crawls were never really in my wheelhouse
0: oh that is that is there and After that one is when I get, it's really hard. When We talked about with Coach Barry Wartman last week. He and girls basketball coach here, Jennifer Grandstaff, uh, State Champ, are going, they've already told me what drill they're going to run me through. And uh, they're already saying it's a three-point drill and then back and forth on the court. I hope after ROTC and softball I'll be ready for that. (laughs) Because if I'm not and we pass the next level, then we're going to go with, new coach Chandler Tigard on the football field, and spring practice is here, so it looks like I'll be doing some of what they do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just running you, just running you, and running you, and running you. So you're going to be kind of uh, taking on the toughest physical training of all the different uh, sports there at the high school and uh, kind of taking on their their toughest challenges. You work your way through football, softball, basketball, soccer, those things. Um, tell us, we have a couple minutes left here, how do folks donate? And what is the deadline, and talk about the goal of, of what you guys are trying to reach. What is that What is that goal?
0: Well, the, the date, we it started on Monday, April 12th, and we're going through Sunday, April 25th, and of course that goal is $5,000, and to donate, there's a link that's on the Blackman High homepage that's quick, you just have to have a credit card or debit card, and it's easy to put in information, and it's real-time where we are on our level, what we want to hit. But... Um, You know, with our books here in the library, we do have students. I didn't see half the students this year, but there's some that we're all coming back in the fall. And I know how special it would be that once we're done with this fundraiser, when we come back in August and those kids that have not been in the building, that have not been in the library for a solid year, can come in and there are brand-new books for them for them, they're purchase for them, with them in mind, and that I can show them these are for you, what would you like? That's the goal. It is for these kids that I've got now and the kids are coming back in the fall, all the ones that they want, that's what I want to get for them.
2: Fantastic. Well, I love it, and you know the the push behind this is as fun as it is to see you take on these challenges and uh, you know raise the money in that. The the big push here is just to have those books for the kids. So anybody who uh, has read a book that they absolutely love, for those who are avid readers, for those who have spent time at the library in high school, for those who are teachers who know students who have students, um, it's certainly a reason to check this out and, and try to get some books in that library, some new books. You just never know. And I'm sure you've heard kids say this to you a million times. They they read that one book that really catches their attention it might you know give them a different outlook it might get them into reading you know where they maybe before they hadn't read as much so uh, a lot of importance to have these books and new books and, and clean and fresh books and you know ones that are ready to go for these students
0: absolutely and we always have new ones come in we we lose some every year but we definitely lost quite a bit with the COVID shutdown and you know I, I'm not mad about it there are kids that had checked them out and they took them home and then school ended in. Oh, darn, those kids took a book home. It's fine. But we did lose about $750 worth of books because of that that are just lost. And so it would be really nice to try to buy some of those back again. And this is a golden era for YA fiction right now. These are these books that are coming out with some of the best authors. And I personally also love nonfiction. I love good narrative history, and I love U.S. presidents. And I know I'm not buying for me. But I do like to try to sprinkle some throughout um, the library of what kids what, – what they would like. They love poetry books, and that's really come up big the last year or two. And then graphic novels are some of the most – manga are some of the most checked out. That's what our kids want. That's what I can get. And with your donation, then I can do that. Now, these are being videoed. The challenges are being videoed. If you can look on Blaze Twitter, on Blaze Library Twitter, You'll see, and that should pop up today, of the video from the hot wings that we had that I'm still feeling.
2: <laughs> all righty. Well, I am excited to uh, chat next week and see where we're at with all this. Right now, uh Coming up on the halfway point, and we're just under halfway through the two weeks allowed, so we have the rest of this weekend and all of next week to hit that goal. Uh, one final thought. If anybody has students out there and, you know, you mentioned a lot of these books kind of disappeared or went home, never made it back, uh, What if, if a parent out there says, well, you know what, maybe that book's around the house somewhere, they can still return it. If, the, if those books are found, bring them on back to the library, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. they can, And we've actually got it worked out. They can turn it into whatever the closest library to them and if they want to turn it in, the librarians in the county, I will tell you, are some of the absolute best. It's, they're a cutting-edge group of librarians. They're really ahead of, ahead of the curve of what's going on. And we're good about, hey, someone turn one of these in. We'll send it on to that school. No problems. No, we don't do fines anymore at our school and on library books. And just bring it back when you can.
2: All righty. Well, lots to uh, talk about next week, so we're going to have to check in on you again next Friday. That's Blackman High School Librarian Brian Seedorf joining us, and uh, we're talking about the Title Wish Fundraiser. Uh, you guys are just about to the halfway point, so I'm excited to continue to learn and uh, see how this works out for you. Best of luck. I know you're getting into the tougher challenges, so uh, hopefully when we talk to you next week, you're still uh, sane and in one piece.
0: Absolutely. I'm going <laughs> to go take some Tums now, so that should be fine. All right. You have a great rest of your Friday,
2: and thank you so much for the updates.
0: All right. Thank you. Go Blaze.
2: All righty, folks, lots, uh, lots of stuff going on over at Blackman High right now. They're testing. They're also uh, in the midst of these challenges where librarian Brian Seedorf is, is doing everything from running bear crawls to eating hot wings, coloring his hair blue. Uh, he's a he's a big-time Braves hater, so they made him throw a Braves jersey on for a couple days. Uh, but that wraps up the show today. Thank you for joining us for the Action Line. A reminder, we are live from Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Windows, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindows.com. Dot pro. Truman Show coming up next with live music and Rutherford issues right around the corner, folks. We'll see you in a minute.
0: News Radio, WGNS, all the voice of Rutherford County and the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. The gordas Clock shows it's nine o'clock.